Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. I didn't hear the blog talk radio thing come on as an announcement, so I'm I'm hoping that we're not having another glitch this year. Oh, 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 there it is. It was a little late there. Uh, anyways, welcome to the astrologer Bill Atride radio show. Uh, this is Bill Atride, and uh, I just wanted to welcome you all to uh, the first show of 2020, and hopefully have many more. I'm trying trying to do it on a more regular basis, but. Life sometimes doesn't get in the way, but life is pressing with other concerns, including my work. Um, as you all may know, I do readings for people. That's that's what I do. And it's been a very busy end of the year and very busy beginning of the year. Uh, and I've also got to write for the blog as well. So um, I can't say it's boring and I'm, I'm grateful to be um, able to do what I do. So uh, no complaints there. Um, so certainly, um, uh, you should certainly, uh, if you wish, want to talk to me personally, you can certainly do that by emailing me at billatride at gmail.com uh, and contacting me for a personal reading. Uh, and certainly calling in here today if you want to talk about yourself after I do a little talk about what's coming up in 2020. It's going to be the first of many. I couldn't possibly uh, encapsulate what's going to happen in 2020 in one show, and I'm just going to briefly review a few things this time around. Um, but if it's certainly, um, I will uh, certainly uh, uh, take your calls, and then when you call, uh, when I take your call, could you just give me your first name? Uh, and if you do want to talk about yourself, I would need your birth date and place information. And if you have your time of birth, then of course I can tell you everything, and maybe I can answer a brief question for you. Um, so please feel free in, in doing that. Um, and um, I, I, I also want to just say that that um, for the future shows, I hope to roll out a series of things here on what's happening here in 2020 uh, for us, and then take up topics of interest during the course of the year, as we've done before, focusing on specific issues or personalities in the news or what have you. So um, many, many possible topics, of course. So for today, I thought, let's just take a look ahead in what's coming here. But of course, in looking ahead, we're always looking back because um, unlike our civil calendar, which we begin on January 1 and ends on December 31st, and it's everything's encapsulated within that year, um, the planetary motions being what they are, 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 are rather longer than that for many of them, lasting tens if not hundreds of years. And so their, their year, if you will, uh, can be as long as you know, uh, 250 years roughly with Pluto and 170 with Neptune to get around the solar system once. So their alignments um, are, more regular, are more regularly spaced out with regard to themselves as with regards to anybody, any individual's chart, whether it's a person or a company or a country. Um, so a lot of these phenomena are what we call long wave phenomena of the outer planets, Uranus and Neptune and Pluto. But we consider them to be the fundamental beats setting the tone for a period or an age, so they're very important. And then we look at more intermediate changes being sort of taken out uh, by, looked at by the planetary motions of Saturn, two of those planets, but Saturn within itself, and then Jupiter, of course, also. And then the inner planets are much quicker and get around much 
uh, more within a year or so, if not sooner. So, so we we would tend to want to focus on these larger wave phenomena and work our way in. And again, starting with our with the planet that I've been talking about quite a bit now since the mid 2000s, uh, anticipating its move into into Capricorn. Uh, and now it's been there for some time to come. It's been there since 2008 and remains there till 2024. We're dealing with Pluto and Capricorn. Um, and it's always important to understand, you know, how do we derive this information? Where does this come from? Well, uh, Capricorn per se is the sign of institutions that we take human needs as such as they are because we're dealing with humans, obviously, and uh, as opposed to spontaneously trying to meet the needs on the fly moment to moment, we learn to systematize and organize things and create structures within a family, within a community, within a company or country or region or a country or in internationally. Uh, institutions that serve to hold these ways of meeting needs and, and offering services or meaning in life that last for a long time. But of course, given that at the core of everything down here throughout the whole universe, every speck and minor part to the largest systems are all made of one thing, fundamentally spirit. And the spirit spirit's imperative is to become, to grow, which means to change. And so no matter what system or structure or economy or culture we create will last perhaps for a very long time, but it does have an end date where things have to be broken down so new forms can take their place, much like moving from life to life. The spirit leaves the body. It is not a death, but it's a release from that physical frame, which could no longer contain the spirit and the need for that spirit to continue to grow. So... Similarly here with Pluto going through Capricorn, since Capricorn rules institutions, and so every, I've noted this by looking at history, because I was a historian long ago and studied many different things. And when I came across astrology, I said, well, let's see if this has a way of framing history. And it was remarkable how these planetary motions weaving with one another characterize or sort of explained in, a, in an astrological way, what was the purpose of this change that that culture or civilization was going through? Uh, and it's, so it's a relevant for helping us understand where we are right now, of course. Um, so as, as Capricorn rules institutions, Pluto is the an element that I say is the, uh, the principle of the will, one of the three aspects of the divine within all of us. And the will is there to create the boundaries within ourselves, whereby we contain ourselves and hold ourselves with will and protect ourselves from any kind of trespassing or violation and equally restrain ourselves from trying to overly influence or affect another. We want to do this freely and willingly and choose to work together, not force ourselves upon one another. That is the great essential spiritual crime of trespassing, which, of course, while it prevails on this planet, we have hell on earth. And when enough people respect the boundaries one to another and help each other lift up and become more centered and willful people in a self-controlling way, we begin to establish heaven on earth. Um, so the purpose of the will is to can make these boundaries and, and structure. But when a the Plutonian energy is moving through a sign, it tends to break down and reformulate that sign. So Pluto and Capricorn, again, from 2008 to 24, like it was from the 1760s to the 1770s, and like the early 1500s to the mid-1500s, has witnessed periods where, as it is now, a time when the political, cultural, economic order breaks down, 
Why? Because it's outlived its purpose. What, what things it was erected to solve now become the very impediments to future growth for spirit. So it has to be released so a new form can take hold. And so we're seeing institutional breakdowns going from the family on up to the national and transnational structures because we're at the end of an age, of the birth of a new one. And so, as I say repeatedly, there are people on the planet now who are working mightily to preserve what can and should be in our culture and cultures, as well as those who are transforming those mechanisms and means of meeting needs and building new institutions, if you will, uh, or reforming the old ones. And then the people who are just destroying, that's their purpose, is to expose the corrupt, the rot, the ineffectiveness of these old structures, as, as is true, and they take it down or, or break it apart. So everybody's playing their role here um, in various fashions. Um, and so this is the first thing we consider. And since Pluto continues to go through Capricorn now, we would want to see, well, what is it affecting most strongly at any one time? And, and so for what we're finding right now is that people are feeling this tremendous pressure of norms being broken and wills being broken and we being swayed in various ways through evoking our passions and fears to act in ways that are not as, as elevated in consciousness as they should be in how we react to each other and break apart from one another into these various groupings. Um, and, and, and basically it's all fear that is driving that, uh, that, the, that resort to sort of a, a lower common denominator. Um, what is happening this year in the USA chart in particular with this, which is very strong, and I spoke about this last year, because things build in. It's sort of like a bell curve, and so an energy form waxes in and reaches a climax, then fades out again. And we were under this approaching ex energy form of Pluto coming over the USA Mercury in all during 2019, and now it's fully in place in 2020. So it's a battle with the will and the mind. And, and how we are dealing with the necessity to hold as a sacred space each person's consciousness versus the misuse of power to sway and influence minds, uh, whether it be one-on-one -on -one within a family or in groups or, 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 or groups of larger groupings of individuals, people trying to use their power or becoming inflamed and passionate about something not trying to try to convince someone through reason debate, but really trying to force the issue. We're breaking down what we should respect ultimately is that sacred space of the other, respecting their consciousness. We don't want to try, you can't force truth upon another. You can only elicit their growth to reach to that higher level of understanding because the truth is all within us. But right now, this power of, of swaying minds and hearts, whether through social media and the algorithms there, or whether through people, different people spouting through their various uh, vehicles of influencing uh, in, in media and in different, different uh, forums, are pushing out ideas and beliefs and swaying people uh, to their side or against others. Um, and so what's now is we're having a breaking down of of the integrity and sacredness of individual consciousness and having these forcing of ideas and beliefs. Um, and by doing so, we're breaking the most important faculty of critical reason that we need all of us to be able to hold our own minds true and figure out things for ourselves and share with others. But when it becomes broken so as it has been, there is no common understanding and people are being swayed uh, by appeals to to sort of half thinking or wrong way thinking as opposed to clearer thinking. 
And so we've we've come through times like this before in, in the USA history. I mean, look at repeated times when Pluto lined up with Mercury. The last two times was 1933 to 37, and before that was 1981 to 83. Both critical moments in the U.S. history for a re visiting again and looking again at how we structure our economic lives and well-being. Um, the 30s with the, with the New Deal and the 80s with the Reagan Revolution. And, and it's interesting because in the U.S. chart, the Mercury and Pluto are actually lined up with each other from the second house of values to the eighth house of collective, va collective values. And so it makes sense that we would, within the conversation of how we hold our minds sacred at a time like this and try to help people protect their boundaries, that we're also dealing with the issue of how is it that we allocate and deal with the wealth of this country and the values of its people uh, being embodied in that and how they share in that are, are big, big questions of the moment in, in terms of our culture and how, how divided we are in terms of the uh, distribution of wealth and what that means for economic growth and, and spiritual well-being are big, big questions uh, that are front and center as they were in the early 30s, as they were in the early 80s. So here we are again. It's never the same conversation, of course. Planets lining up. Everything else is moving around. Everything else is in different places. So there's no exactness in terms of the configuration, but the the rhyming and the reasoning behind it is very similar, if not the same. So we'll talk again more about this Pluto and Mercury, but I want to get to all your calls. You're all hanging on there. So the second most important feature in any year is, of course, what's Neptune doing? And in an interesting way, Neptune also is going through a very special sign, its own sign from 2011 to 2026. The last time it did this was 1848 to 62, a very special time, especially in America, where there was a rising wave of spirituality and concern for the great sin of slavery leading to the war of the states against the states over that very issue. Um, and so, again, Neptune is the planet that, in a way, counter to Pluto, which establishes boundaries and the sacredness of each individual in their own sacred spiritual space and then sharing their spaces with others. Neptune is that counter that says, yes, yes, but the force that binds this whole universe together, the force that bring, breathes and gives life to all life and all consciousness, because the whole universe is conscious on just different levels, is the one fundamental value or one fundamental force known as unconditional love, ultimately. And so Neptune's role is to help us dissolve beyond the boundaries that are framing things and see things more inclusively, to see everything as part of one great life. And so when Neptune is strong, it leads to greater rising in compassion and social movements and, and visualizations and creativity. And so it's a wondrous time for people to become more perceptive, more intuitive, and see things beyond what they were consciously seeing, to intuit and apprehend things just beyond the range of our words and knowledge as a concrete fact. But it also equally, every planet has its negative, where Pluto can lead to the rise of people abusing will and using guilt and manipulation to drive the story as opposed to trying to help people take control of themselves. Neptune also, when misapplied, leads to a, a rise of delusion and escapism and confusion and deception it are the negative influences of Pisces, of Neptune and Pisces, because we're now moving in a place where there's less boundaries. And so what is really real? Uh, how do we determine this? And so we'll have moments of great illumination and clear seeing, but also be grappling with 
all these sort of uh, have-truths and, and things that don't make sense and we can't make sense of it and what do we believe, how do we know what we know, are really very important. But I always say, we'll start with the fundamentals, start with what we know to be absolutely true, start with the core principles that have meant to guide humanity from the beginning of time. In all the ancient teachings and all the ancient wisdom, the story doesn't change. The truths don't change because they're truths <laughs> and so we have to look within our hearts to find them and then see the mirrored in the world around us in in the planets in the plant life in the animal life in us the truths are are embodied in in real life and living and spirit um and so we can there's ways to get to them always walk in beauty do beauty be loving and it is shown to you this is the path um but it is a very confusing time um and 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 so we're trying to pierce through that confusion to see what's really real. And then we have Uranus moving through Taurus. Very interesting from 2018 to 2026 also. The last time it did that was back in the 30s, interestingly, and then back there in the late 50s, interestingly. So again, we're at a time where, where Uranus is the planet that deals with each of us needs to become a unique instance of spirit become a free thinking being, have a freer and freer mind because we are on this path of self-consciousness, self-awareness. And so we need to free our minds constantly and be thinking as a creative spirit. Um, and, and so we want to liberate our minds. And in this case, Uranus's influence is moving to the sign of Taurus, the sign of value. And so there's a call now to renew our values, to come up with new approaches to what is the value of me, what is the value of you? What is the value of all that we have here? And to realize that the way we had approached values since the 30s and early 40s now needs to be revisited once again as we restate a sense of proportionality and value in the world is part of the, the story right now as well. Um, and so there's, these three beats are, are moving through and, and, and many for acting for many years here. And we'll talk about other alignments they make. A big change coming up this year, we'll talk a lot about it later in other shows, is Saturn begins to make its move into the next sign from Capricorn, where it's been since the end of 17, and now moves during the course of 2020 back and forth from the end of Capricorn into Aquarius and back again, finally lining up in Aquarius to stay for over two years in December 2020. Um, and so we're moving to a time where we go from the tests of responsibility and the tests of what is self-fulfillment, Capricorn, and tests of institutions, to tests of social consciousness and community. And so now we will see us all having to consider once again, what is my hope and dream? Well, my hope and dream is to be happy with those who I can share this with, who make me happy and my happiness is theirs. It's all about community and friendship, companionship. And, and social consciousness. This is what Saturn will now stir up as a test for all of us. And are you participating in a meaningful way to preserve your way of life, to make for a better future for yourself and your fellow travelers? Um, are, you, are you in this world as a member of a community in a significant, or communities in a significant way will be um, very much on point. Jupiter continues to move through Capricorn now. It entered in December of 2019 will catch up to Saturn in Aquarius in the end of the year 20, December 2020. And that is a very significant alignment indeed because Jupiter and Saturn repeatedly align every 20 years. It's one of the principal timekeeping elements astrologers have used to 
look at a series of steps in a civilization before it changes into another one, perhaps, uh, which happens periodically, whether from internal developments and dynamics or external shocks and challenges. And for the last 200 years, we've had Jupiter and Saturn conjuncting an Earth, a time of materialization, because this is what they do. They'll repeatedly line up in one element or another for 200 years. And when they move into the next element, in this case air, for the next 200 years, it is called the Great Mutation. And it seems to periodize times in history where one element or the other is dominant. So this was an age we are coming out of, of manifestation, of earthiness, of the physical world, and becoming ever more physicalized. The next age is this age of air, the age of idealization, often noted for great developments in thought and reason and understanding, is what's now going to take hold here and last for the next 200 years. So it's very exciting, and many astrologer, astrologers are thinking all about what this does mean for us at this time, but certainly um, changes are coming, is what this says, certainly in many respects, given all these series of alignments. So what I want to do in the next few um, shows is go into more detail maybe about Pluto and Capricorn and how it's playing out in the world now, and Neptune and Uranus but also talk about the particular alignments to other charts, to the USA chart, um, which not only has this Pluto going over Mercury, but also, quite interestingly, uh, Saturn is going over Pluto. Uh, and we'll take a look at what that might mean in future shows. And it's quite of interesting. Every time it conjuncts Pluto like it does, Again, it has seemed to mark a very important period. Um, so the last few times was, again, back in 1932, and then in 61, and, and now here again in 2020, um, so, and, and 91. So every 30, 29 or 30 years, this Saturn-Pluto alignment is significant for us because, uh, just for what we know, uh, in the USA chart, the planet Pluto is our rising planet. It is the planet that sort of defines us, and we are a transformational nature, and we look at the values that we have and hold, because Pluto's in our second house, and we are constantly reworking them, constantly transforming them, remaking and remolding things. We are a country that is very involved in what I call the alchemical worker, alchemistic, alchemistry, uh, alchemy. And so we are um, noted for this um, in terms of our capability as a, as a nation driven by this power. Um, so when things are going over that or affecting that, it's something to quickly take note of for what does this mean now for the American story. Um, and, and so this implies a very interesting uh, experience we're going through now because it's always about Saturn, which is the structure, and then Pluto is the will. Or you could say it's about authority and the will. Saturn to Pluto is a big issue in each moment when it lines up like this, but especially this conjunction every 29 years. So we'll be talking about that some more in the not-too-distant future, okay? Um, again, um, if you have any of you have questions about these things, you can certainly ask me in the, the show now or send me an email, and I'm going to be writing quite a bit about this uh, in the blog in the next few weeks as I do my annual uh, forecast and appear on other shows. In fact, um, just so you know, I'm, I'm a, I was on a show last week in California, and I might post that as a as a podcast, because it was a really interesting show where I talked about some of these things in sort of larger ways about how astrology works. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be in a show tomorrow night, uh, Monday night. It's Monday tomorrow, right? Yes. Uh, with uh, Suzanne Northrup, who she has me on her show every year as, as a New Year's guest to talk about the year ahead. 
and we take in callers calls quite a bit and talk about um, spiritual matters and astrological matters in her show so you can look for that it's also on blog talk radio and will be on tomorrow at six o'clock in the eastern time zone okay um, but let's now because I know you're all waiting there and I can see you all waiting there um, let me take up callers more or less in how long you've been holding on here because that's what I sort of figure is fair, but I do move it around a bit to try to uh, not just limit myself to that, but I think that's a, a fair way to do this. So um, let me take one of the first callers here and, and we'll go from there. Okay. Hello, you're on with Bill. Who's this? Hi. Hi, Bill. Hi. This is Lynn, L-I-N. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're very welcome. Um, my birthday. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> my birthday is 1-5-1956. Okay. And I was born at 9.30 a.m. Uh-huh. in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Let me get that in there. Oh, I see you there. You're already here. That's good. Okay. So I have you. Um, so Lynn, what can I, what can I help you with today? Well, I'd like to know um, what you see coming up for me as far as love relationship. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> so, it's been you a know, while. If there's anything uh, coming up, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's just see. Where the, let me take a visual and see where the planets are moving. And then I've also run the, the transit and progressions to see what's happening. And um, I see... There's been quite a big shift of energy here in your chart, um, and really, it's quite dramatic. That should have been evident by <laughs> by September, um, because for several years, your moon, the progressed moon in your chart, was moving through the last house of the chart, which is definitely a time to pull inward, and it's more introspective and contemplative, and we're really sort of behind a screen then. We're meant to be going in, not going out. And now, starting three months ago, really, your moon now is in the three, four months ago now, your moon's in the first house. So this is a time to be definitely moving out again and, and taking strong consideration of, of, the, of the matter that I need to look at my presence in the world and see how I am moving through time and space. And am I presenting myself as I wish and need to, to best meet up with whoever I'm going to meet up with. In other words, that's the only thing we can control, right? It's, it's like a, whatever is coming to me uh, <laughs> may, be in, may have been set in motion by me, but I really can't see that. But what I do know I can understand and see is looking at myself sort of figuratively, but literally in a mirror, how do I see myself? And therefore, how are others seeing me? And am I making my own best case to bring to any situation I encounter the better part of me, the, the right sort of way of being um, so that I can move this question along. Um, so this is this is a big, big and important shift of energy. Um, and and um, so I would hope I would hope that this would lead to a greater opportunity in your life and also as well starting last fall um, and continuing till really this later fall in 2020, you have the planet Jupiter. Um, the biggest planet, which you do have in your seventh house of relationship, which generally says to someone that you have a greater potentiality for attracting some good support in relationships in your life. Um, and now it's in the house of friendship and companionship. So it would certainly encourage you to any opportunity that you have to have a friend just says, oh, let's go here and do this or come over to my house. And you say, ah, I don't know if I want to see a friend. That's how a person can come into your life. Friendship 
is one of the doorways yeah. to relationship in your life. The ruler of your house oh, of yeah. friendship, Jupiter, is in your house of relationship. And that always means the, one of the doorways to my relationship life is through all my friends, all my social causes, all my community activities. These are the things that far and away above anything else says, I need to be engaged socially, be out with my clubs, community organizations, and just purely friendship. And I am bound to meet up with someone or ones who could be more than just a friend. Um, so that's what I would say is on tap for this year. It, it would be always true. It's just been reinvigorated now that Jupiter is moving through your 11th house. So um, I'd say get out there. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 be shy okay, okay don't be shy yeah yeah no yeah. Th this is a good time for this um and and i i'm 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 certain you're going to have some experiences uh coming out of that very shortly okay awesome okay thank oh, you so much you're, you're very welcome okay, lynn you. okay you, you too sure bye-bye yeah bye-bye Okay, that was good. And um, let me just, okay. And let's look at this caller. Okay, you're on with Bill. Who's calling? Hey, Bill, it's Jay calling from Canada. Hi, Gratitude Jay. and blessings and prosperity for you in the new year. Well, thank you. Same. Awesome. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, worth, it's never dull <laughs> down here on planet Earth, and it's certainly not dull right now, that's for sure. Uh, but a lot of opportunity for growth. That's the whole point. So anyways. Well, definitely. Definitely this year. So. Okay. Um, my, and so my uh, birthday. Oh, I've, I've, I've got you because I, I, I'm like? all set with you. So what, what did you have for me today as a question or a thought for the day? Sure. Yeah, just for, for the first three months. Uh, there's lots of opportunity right now, I feel, for myself. Um, lots of things are sort of like popping up and manifesting. Oh, good. And being pushed into doing different things, so which is good, and uh, has lots of appreciation from my company and doing the other things. So, just wonder what the things I have to look out for for next for the first three months. Okay. Um, well, as Thank you me. as you know, you've got Sagittarius as your rising sign, so Jupiter rules your chart. Mm -hmm. You know, is when it and. Jupiter rules growth, expansion, and bountifulness, good fortune, good luck, all those wonderful things. Um, and, of course, it, it has been in your first house uh, up until December. It came into your first house in late 2018. So it was in the first house all this last year, which generally means the cycle begins of growth. But it, it's more in ideas and planning and imagination when it's in the first house. But starting on December 22nd and now running until... February 2021, Jupiter's in your second house, the house of values, resources, my talent and ability, and yes, in our culture, money and income, which means now my growth becomes more manifested and it can lead to a lot more growth of value, a lot more flow of value, which means more can be coming in, but that sometimes means more is going out, you know, it's, <laughs> and so we have to be careful about that. But still, I would expect there to be good growth now. Um, and so you will have a lot of opportunity to feel better about yourself and stretch those muscles and have better compensation or results in terms of thank yous or however you're compensated for the various actions, that, depending on what Department of Life we're talking about. But, but also mm -hmm. Saturn now moving to the latter part of Capricorn 
is still in your second house, which still reminds you, I'm still going through this period of growth and learning about values and resources and working that out. It's a longer term trend for really for 18, 19, and 20. Um, and this year, Saturn lines up with your Jupiter, which it'll do about every seven or eight years. It's in this kind of hard fashion, a square opposition, whatever. And that always is a reminder to us that we need to watch how and in what ways we grow, remembering that not all growth is good. There are limits to growth in that if we try to do, let's say, too much, like, oh, my God, I got all these offers. Let me do them all because more is more. Yes, mm -hmm. that is true at once at a certain level. More is more. But at another level, when we're doing too much, more ends up being less because we begin bobbling the ball or not handling the load well. And we end up with less. So this is a year that requires some kind mm -hmm. of focus. I've got 10 great projects. Oh, my God, let me do all 10. No, this would be a year when we say, let me rank these in terms of what I wish to do, what's more meaningful, what's more profitable, whatever the ranking may be, and then say, okay, focus on these top three or four. I'm not abandoning these other ones, but I need to focus. And by focusing my growth, it'll lead to good growth. But if I try to do too much, then I'll, I'll waste away this good energy by, dis by dispersing it too much. So you have to make a choice. Um, and one of the big choice moments might be here at the end of January, beginning of February, when Saturn makes its first pass over Jupiter. It comes back again in late August, early September, and a final pass in sort of mid-October. So it's not saying no growth. It's saying wise growth, smart growth, focused growth is what you need to keep in mind now. Um, and, and not that you wouldn't, but just as a reminder. Um, but also, quite fortuitously, you're experiencing something that comes along really twice in 80 years in our life. Uh, and that's a very positive aspect of the planet Uranus um, going over your own Uranus. Um, and Uranus is, again, that planet of individuation, of freeing myself to be a more complete being. And not we all have to sacrifice some of ourselves to get along and go along, but sometimes we overdo that and end up doing or being who we are not. And other times when we're really being so true to ourselves, it's so wonderful, everything is clicking. And this is a time when you have a very positive attitude towards change in your life and change for yourself. And you're able to really make great new prog make progress and draw into new ideas and you feel like your life is freer more authentic more truly you is the experience of this year i mean you would have had this um back in when your late 20s is when it happens the first time and then it happens again here in your late 50s and so it can be a quite a special moment um for an individual where we really feel like things have come together um, for my self-realization so that's certainly a big factor in how you're feeling about how good things are this year. Okay? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Thanks yeah. so much for the insight. No, uh, yeah, no, it looks good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's always challenges every year. <laughs> there's always things that keep us, remind us to be humble and not get full of ourselves. But uh, And Saturn certainly is there to do that. So it's just saying, be smart about the growth, um, weigh the, the different possibilities of... Um, keep holding together if if jupiter is the meaningfulness of stuff and saturn is the practicality of something it's saying weighing that i hate to find that that way that holds these together i don't want to be doing something meaningful with but it's impractical or being so practical my life has no meaning right um i need to i i want to be 
Saturn is risk averse and Jupiter is the risk taker. And it says, get in the middle here um, is the need right now for good growth. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. That's really great to hear. Uh, okay. Well, great, Jay. Yeah. It was great talking to you. All right. Great talking to you, too, and blessings and to the people on hold right now oh, for 2020. Okay, great. I'll, I'll talk much. to you again. Okay, be well. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let's see another caller who's been here for some time. Uh, I think, let me just, I'm going down the list here to make sure I don't skip over somebody who's been holding for a while. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to make sure sorry everybody i want to make sure i get everybody here um here we go here's somebody okay hello you're on with bill who's calling hi bill hello hi this is marie hey hi marie hey. Hi, um, thank uh, you for taking thank you for taking my call and happy new year happy new year to you so how are you doing hey. what what do i need what can you uh, ask of me today well, last 10 years have been quite rocky. And if you know, if you can help me, whether it's with work, um, relationship, moving or not moving, uh, it's been so rocky, and yet spiritually it's been fascinating, and so I'm kind of stuck okay. uh, not knowing for sure okay. where I should go. And I have a lot going on yeah. because of yeah. Saturn. And... Yeah, yeah, Saturn, <laughs> Saturn's been, yeah, as you know, 18... Well, seven at the end of seventeen, eighteen, into and through nineteen here, it's been in your twelfth house, which certainly is a time yeah. that you're you're um, you there, Marie? Yeah, I, I'm oh, here. Okay, sorry. I'm okay, good. Um, that you've this is an ending. It's an ending of a thirty-year period that you started, you know, uh, roughly thirty years ago. So we're talking back in the early sixties. Uh, I'm sorry, um, thirty years ago. I'm, I'm not counting correctly. <laughs> but so so going back, going back yeah, to okay. yeah, you know, going going back to the early eighties. So so here uh, or nineties. What am I talking about? Nineties. Uh, I'm I'm really off of my math today. Uh, I do too much time traveling. <laughs> so so. What, what, this indica- <laughs> what this indicates is that you've now faced both the good and the bad of these last 20, 29, 30 years. And it's important to not be attached to the bad or the good, but say, I learned from it all and mostly from the stumbles and falls and overcoming of them is where I really grew. And I now can harvest this meaning of how it made me what I am with the awareness I have now. And I step out now into a new chapter, or I would say volume of your life. And this new volume is commencing here. Actually, it's the fourth life. Well, okay, the fourth life. Well, I feel it, like I'm living a fourth life. Well, well it's it's come time. it's come around several times before. I mean, you know, so this is, uh, yeah. you know, this is again another iteration, and again the question is always asked when Saturn's in that first house. The fundamental question: Who are you? What are you going to call yourself now? What is going to be your attitude and approach in this life at this time, given what you've come through and what you now know? And of course, this is your lifelong test. You were born with Saturn rising. You were born with this test of presence and realizing I can't change what was and I can't know what's coming perfectly. All I can do is be here and be ready, awake and and, and responsive to what the universe now puts before me and make the best use of that. And so it's really focusing you on that thing of, of staying in the current moment where we are only free to be and become and and take hold of that and say, I am turning over a new leaf here. I am beginning this new life. 
uh, for me at this time. And that is what the purpose of this period is going to be. Meanwhile, your progressed moon was for the last couple of years, we know for over two and a half years moving through Virgo, um, which is a time that definitely given your cancer um, for, but for all of us would be a time when we're dealing with healing, going through adjustments in health and healing. Yeah. Uh, and having done the work on the self on all the levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual health. And not that we're always doing this, of course, but now the emphasis shifts to outside of oneself to all my relations and relationships and now i move into that what i call third space that now i need to consider how i create that space because that's only again the part i can control when i go out in a relationship what am i bringing to it what am i expecting from it what am i offering this or that person or group is the part that i have determination about and then how they respond to me well then i can deal with that and we can try to build together a mutual understanding of what we give and get from one another and adjust this relationship to make it ever more to make me ever more socially intelligent and socially conscious and that is the focus now here from october 2019 uh, lasting until march of 2022 um it's an airy time, which means this is a thoughtful time, a time of mental growth and greater objectivity and understanding for you. And also the moon recently then has moved into your ninth house. So for the last several years, it had gone through the eighth house where you have your moon from birth, the house of birth, death mm -hmm. and rebirth. And no one forgets that time. No one forgets that time. And we're left speechless because we encounter birth or death or all of it and, and realize, oh my God, I'm, I don't have the words at this point to, to share with yeah. other people or tell, and to even tell myself what I'm experiencing. I just have to go through this. And so that's why in Scorpio or the eighth house, we're shocked into silence as it were, or to dumbness or on. And when the moon gets to the ninth house <laughs> or into Sagittarius, then we come back to our words. It's the sign of the storyteller of now I find that teaching, that psychology, that science, that spiritual tradition that frames what I've come through. And I now know what it is for me and I can know it for myself, but also share my story with others because that's how we humans are human. We tell each other our stories. We've done it since the beginning of time, helping each other cope with life down here and with one another. And we make up one another through all the stories we tell. Most of the things we know and believe come from others, <laughs> been passed down from time immemorial. So nobody owns thought. That's just a crazy thought in itself. Um, we're all made up of each other's thoughts. Mm -hmm. And this is a time for you to travel mm -hmm. in the mind and the body, to read great novels, to read philosophy and history, to study anything, but also literally to take a trip or trips because the soul needs it now. The soul needs to put itself okay. in new frameworks of understanding. Okay? Sounds terrific. My daughter gave me a passport, uh, leather cover and grapes so that I can travel. Well, the, and I, would tell any, I would tell anybody with their <laughs> progress moon going to their ninth house, if you don't travel now, I mean, you could travel in an armchair and read novels and be transported. And it's very, <laughs> very important too and equally stimulating, I'm sure. But if there is an opportunity or inkling or need to travel, certainly this is a time where it would be most advantageous for, again, expanding the frames of reference and coming to a greater understanding. That's what it's for. Okay? Okay. Okay. I, I truly appreciate it. 
Well, it was Thank great. So it was great sir. to talk to you again, Marie, and Happy New Year. And we'll I'll talk look, again I, soon. I'll talk to you, talk to you again soon. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Yes, we will. Bye bye. Okay. Okay. Great callers today. Thank you all for calling in. Um, and I missed you. I wasn't available for the last many weeks. I was again too busy with professional and personal matters and been kept meaning I tried to, I kept on scheduling a radio show and then I had to keep canceling it to myself because I said I just don't have the time and it just bugged me but um, but I'm going to try to make up for that um, as best I can um, so let's see who else is on the line here um, and people have been holding longer than not let's take up the next caller here hi you're on with Bill who's this this is Annabelle. Happy New Year and huh. happy birthday to Lynn. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I've, okay. Hi, Deanna. How are today, you? Today is her birthday with the first your first caller. Oh, wow. And uh, happy Happy New Year to Jay. Yeah, today yeah, yeah. one five. She said. Yeah, and no, no. I, 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 I did not. I didn't even know. It. I mean, I just got right into her chart because and there it was. But you're right. Yes, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you for that. Happy birthday, Lynn. <laughs> And I saw that you were going to be on Suzanne, but I only saw that you were on today, yesterday. So I'm really happy that I oh, got you. Yeah, no, yeah. Peace. Uh, I love your show, and I love what you say, and I find a lot of truth in your words. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I again, I'm just passing on what was passed on to me for the most part, of course. We're all... That's the gift where our ancestors bequeathed all this great wisdom and knowledge to us. But we each have to, again, reframe it and say it in a new way. And I see that's part of what I do. I'm trying to approach astrology as I see it should be spoken of and framed now for our lives. Um, but it's building upon everything that's come before, of course. So, um, but I thank you. So how can I, can I help you today? What's, and then, oh, sorry. And before I ask you for help, Tomorrow is the day of the great astrologers, the the magi. The magi, the what? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, magi meaning they call them kings, the three kings, but really what we're talking about are, are individuals, wise wise individuals, um, who were aware of uh, cycles and 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 the symbols, um, and follow them. And of course, they've existed from time immemorial, uh, and they were noting this great event taking place at this certain time in history. Um, and, and that's the story, but it encodes a very, very old stories, of course, in these more, more recent stories of, of the Christian faith. So again, there, there are repeating symbols throughout all cultures and religions that are universal themes. And this is a very universal theme. So yes, we, we celebrate wise women, men and women. <laughs> so, uh, yes. as we yes. always should. So, so what can I do for you? What you see in my chart, um, especially if my moon is in a, you know, advice about my moon, I would say. Because I'm still going through rough times, but mm -hmm. things are better than they were last year at this time. Okay. So you're talking about, are you, you're referring to your progress moon, right? That what, what sign and house it's moving through at this time, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, so your moon has almost reached the actual midpoint of its journey through Capricorn. Um, and again, it, every moon's in a sign for two years and a few months. It moved into Capricorn in late 2018, 
and stays there um, all the way till February 2021. And as I like to say, though many people think of Capricorn is, well, that's my authority in the world, my, my, uh, my success in the world, my position and titles and roles I hold, that's all true. But really behind the messaging and meaning of Capricorn is that we're all here to rise up to our greater, as, as high a level as we can reach in terms of self-fulfillment. And that is not to be measured though many cultures, cultures would measure by how much power you have or, or money you have or fame you have. Those are measures, but many people have those things and are not happy and they're not fulfilled because it's important that the person from within moving outwards defines what is, are the most meaningful things to them and makes that the core of their life and their life work, whether at their job or outside of their job. Many people are known for things publicly, but that's not what they'll be known for later in their life. And we would think of a person like Isaac Newton, right? And everybody knows Isaac Newton, you know, the, the Newton Newtonian physics. And he wrote his great opus over many, 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 many months and years. But really, if you ask somebody who knew Newton at the time when he was there in his day and age, oh, he's, he's the guy who works down at the Mint. He was a minter of coin and currency. So what we're known for and what we will be known for are sometimes two very different things. <laughs> and so we all have our day jobs and we have our real jobs as human beings to live a life of self-fulfillment, which immediately also has to engage us in helping every other human that we can help to reach their self-fulfillment. Because by all of us reaching to a greater level of self-fulfillment, then we'll have a better world for one and for all. And so I would say to you that certainly, though, when the moons in Capricorn were being tested in terms of responsibility and duty, and we can feel a position we've lost, we fall from grace, we're picking ourselves off, we're humbled in Capricorn, not to beat us down, but to lift us up to that greater understanding that we have to put our purposes and goals and dreams outside of any narrow personal frame of reference and reach for something greater in us and greater out there. So whatever the simplest jobs are, we want to do them with a spiritual consciousness. And of course, the greater jobs of our life, whether being a parent or leader of a community or, or head of a company or whatever, act always in accordance with spiritual truth and value, and then we're doing our job. And so that's the question for you now, is as you re-examine what my responsibilities have been and what my titles have been, and now how it's all going through a metamorphosis and change as it would and should. And again, this is what we must do. Um, I'm coming through that, through this period of recalibrating what would be fulfilling for me. And then I can work towards achieving more of my hopes and dreams in my life and the lives of others in the next phase when the moon goes into Aquarius, uh, which is what Aquarius is all about. And that starts in early 2021. That doesn't mean it's another hard year with Pluto and with the moon and Capricorn at all, um, because being in the second half of this part of the journey now brings other sub themes into it. So I would say that hopefully the tougher years are behind you with this. Um, but I would never tell anybody that the moon and Capricorn is an easy time. It is a time that really develops our greater strength through trial and testing. And, and, and that I think, though, that last year was much more that given the difficulties of 
at the same time having Neptune go over your Saturn in 2019, which can't be easy. Um, and, and so now with instead the planet Uranus lining up with your Mercury in 2020, this is a year of exciting new thoughts and thinking and exciting new ideas coming into your life and being open to new ideas. The mind is liberated uh, when Uranus is touching it, and that should be quite significant, especially for someone such as yourself, because that's the ruler of your 10th house of career is Mercury, because uh, you've got Gemini up there. And so I would expect that you're going to have some exciting new information or ideas come to you or new information presented to you that helps you think outside the box more creatively uh, and, and more freely in the coming year. Okay? Okay. Is it okay to call tomorrow? Tomorrow? Um, you mean uh, to give me a call personally to just check in? Is that what you're saying? No. To, with, with oh, that. Suzanne, if, yeah, if you can get in, you'll, you'll be on the switch, but I don't control that switchboard. That's Suzanne. So I can say you can certainly try calling in. I would I would encourage all of you to call in at Suzanne's show. It'll be different because she's a little different, of course, but um, any caller, they either say they want to talk to Suzanne or me. So um, you certainly can do that and talk to her or me if you get through. Okay. Thank you. I want to keep on listening. Okay, Happy sure. I'll, okay, I'll put you on mute and thank you for calling, Deanna. Talk to you later and Happy New Year to you. Okay? Oh, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Um, let's see else who's been... There's so many people been holding here for so long. I'm so sorry. I will have to do another show very soon. Um, let's see. Uh, going up and down the list to see because it, it's unfortunate it doesn't people in here in numer I have to look open down the list to see who's longer I think let me just see I, uh, did I talk to you already this is Bill I'm calling on this person hi this is Bill who is this hello Joyce Joyce hello this, yes Joyce hi Joyce how are you yes hi Bill hi happy new year happy and thank you for your beautiful new year New Year greeting. I send it on to other people. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. I'm concerned about Pluto and Capricorn because Capricorn is my rising sign. Yes. <laughs> and it's been a, listen, it's been a rough few years. Yeah. And, yeah. and for the first time, first time, uh, I'm beginning to feel old, and that's not like me. <laughs> well, well, well and, um, I, I'm also beginning to feel old, and it's not like me. But, <laughs> but I think we keep saying that. And uh, but I, I understand. I understand your feelings. Um, it, it takes courage, strength, and, and a sense of humor to get older, for sure. Um, but but you're a little older than I am. But I understand what you're saying. Um, yeah. And but I I would always encourage anybody to understand that the planetary alignments in our chart are only there to elicit growth and if we approach it from that understanding and look for these opportunities for growth for where i need to bend or change or incorporate something i will face less of the challenging so-called negative side effects which come usually out of fear or resistance to change which we can't resist change. We're here to grow and change. Um, Pluto, by the way, will not get to your rising sign this year, um, although it's very close. It doesn't even get there in 2021. It doesn't pass over your ascendant 
until we get to 2022, but it'll be strong in 21. But it is true because of Saturn now beginning to leave Capricorn and move into Aquarius, you will have Saturn coming into your first house this year. And that just is a moment where, okay, these last 29 years of your life, going back roughly 30 years, uh, are now ending and a new time is beginning, just like with that other caller. And so this is a very important time to once again consider that first house question. What is my attitude? What is my approach that is framing or creating my reality? If I look at the world more fearfully or, or negatively, I'm already creating a situation for myself that I'm going to have to fight my way out of. And not, not that I want to be really just cavalier and say, oh, it's going to be wonderful, but also be serious and focused, but also try to bring the best possible expectation to whatever the universe is going to bring to my attention now is key. I only can control this, my own framing of the experience. And so we must take hold of ourselves and believe what Saturn is heralding here is the beginning of a new life, the beginning of a new phase of life um, where I can set in motion some new attitude, some new approach. If I've been to um, easygoing, I can become more serious. If I've been too serious or fearful, I can become, I can let some of that go. I have an opportunity here to grow in terms of my attitude because from my intention flows out into motivation, flows out into attitude of how I approach any and all situations in my life. Um, and we all at times succumb to bad moments and bad feelings and get angry or get sad. And then that colors the situation and leads to certain outcomes. We all, we're not perfect, but we over time should try ever more to seize control of ourselves. The only thing we're here to master uh, and then encourage other people to do likewise if they're not taking control of themselves. Um, but I would not look at this with fear, but with great anticipation and joy that a new beginning is here. And it's wonderful in a sense for you because as Saturn enters now your first house all during 2020, your progressed moon is entering your, has just entered your seventh house, which means equally now, and you being a Libra, this is so important, that experience of other, of relationship is going to go through tremendous development now as new experiences, new um, understanding, new, ex new people or a new kind of relationship with an old person, that potential emerges now. And so it's, it's a wonderful counterbalance of you having a new attitude about yourself and also a new approach to relationship. That's the theme for 2020 for you. Um, so I think it's wonderful and I would certainly embrace it um, and go with it for at this time. Okay. Okay. I have a very dear Aquarian friend mm -hmm. who I'm interested in and um, yeah, it's been slowed down and I have a situation at home yeah. that things are ending. And if it were up to me, I feel like a snake. I'd like to shed off this old skin and start over again. And I need, uh, I've just been tired. That's well, no, Saturn, the 12th house is definitely not a time when you're out there as much. Um, you're more doing that inner work with the, whether the progress moon's there or Saturn's there. It's a time of closure ending and tying up loose ends and getting ready for a new start. This is the year of the new start. Oh. So, right. so you will, you, you will, right. you, you'll make a new beginning okay. this year. Okay. 
Okay, Bill. Oh, okay, Joyce. Nice talking to you. To you. Okay. Talking to you again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. And uh, okay. Bye now. Um, and let's see. I, oh my God, I'm down to one minute or so here. Let me find someone who's been holding for quite some time. Ninety um, seconds. Yes. Hello, caller. This is Bill. Who's calling? Hello. Hello. Yes. Hi. Do you hear me? I hear you. Do you hear me? <laughs> Yes, hi, it's Masha Orlov. How are you? Masha, <laughs> my goodness. Hi there. How are you? Yes, thank you for, I'm great. Thank you for your New Year's greetings and your birthday greetings. I need to come and see you this year in, um, okay. in your office seconds. on the phone for okay. a proper hour. Okay, no, no, that, that's fine. There's so fun. many questions. Uh, well, I bet decade. there are. Well, okay, well, you know, I, I even though the show is going to end in 50 seconds, I, well, I can stay on, it seems, beyond the show's ending, so we can talk okay. briefly, just briefly. What can I help you with? What's on your mind? I, just, I don't know. What? What is going on? What is Moon saying? This there's just so much going on. I don't even know where to begin. Okay. Well, you're, a few you're, tidbits of advice about my Moon. And okay. Sun. Well, well, your your progressed Moon is finishing its several year journey through the sixth house, so you're about to experience two big shifts in the coming weeks. Your Moon goes from Taurus into Gemini, and then swings into your seventh house. So you've been going through a phase of Re-examination of, of my values and self-worth and how I use my resources. And now you go into a period where it's all about intelligence and networking and communication and reframing the mind. That's Gemini for the next couple of years. Um, that starts um, here in January, January 20th. Uh, no, sorry, on January 8th. Um, what I was saying, like in the next couple of days. Um, and then the moon goes wow. into your seventh house by April. And that's when you're, you'll be focusing on relationships and partnerships and my social intelligence will be again the last few years you've been trying to work on creating the right kind of lifestyle the right kind of work style and living more healthily in the broadest sense of the term that my life is good because everything fits with everything else and i'm at peace and if not then i could suffer because my life is not right for me so this has been a time of healing and attunement and training yourself up more for whatever you're doing and now you go into a more public phase with the moon, the seventh house, meeting new people in new spaces, developing further the spaces you're in. It's a more public life that's coming also now with this moon in the seventh house. So get ready. Um, you're taking it out there in a bigger way when the moon goes in there. So that's certainly ahead. Okay, perfect. Okay. I, I have been getting ready. That makes so much sense. Oh, no, no. You, you Just get ready. You're launching in, in spring 2020. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Amazing. Okay. So okay. Well, great to talk Thank to you. you. Do so do much. do swing back to me. We'll get you on the calendar for a full session. Okay. Okay, I would love that. Okay, great, Masha. Well, Keep thank you for calling. Okay, okay. All right, callers. Bye-bye. Well, thank you. Thank you all for calling in. I'm sorry I didn't get to so many of you, and I will, again, try again next time. Um, but I always want to wish you all the very best and a happy new year, and I'll talk to you in the not-too-distant future. Okay, bye for now. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.